Warning, this episode is not safe for work. That is, unless you work in porn. Today's story is a testament to the randomness of meeting people from all walks of life on a plane, and who you sit next to is entirely random. So about 2007, 2008 is when this story happened. I was a 16-year-old flying to Vegas to compete internationally with some of my engineering teams. And we came from a private school, and this private school was not about pro-sex or not about anything but abstinence. They said that the best cure for pregnancy before marriage is to put a piece of aspirin between the legs of the woman so that she keeps her legs shut and other misogynistic stuff like that. Now, while we were there, we saw this beautiful woman waiting in the waiting area to board the planes. And it's a very busy terminal and there's about five or six planes boarding. And this woman's just sitting in the middle of it all, and she is gorgeous. We have never seen a woman in real life look as beautiful as this woman did. My buddy, Matt, he wanted to take a picture because of how beautiful she was, but we're a bunch of weird teenagers, and he wants to take a secret picture. So he has me stand there while he takes a picture with his big camera. And this was before cell phones and everything like that were even a thing. So I stood there and he took this picture while hiding behind me and the some announcement occurred and she walked away and we thought we'd never see her again. So we already think that this trip is the best trip so far and we get on the plane, of course, we're the last people called on it because it's the cheapest tickets and that's all the school would pay for. And we get to the back of the cabin and the group leader says okay boys just pick your spots because they did not have the money to buy grouped seats together they only had enough to buy individual random leftover seats and as i look down i see the middle seat between this gorgeous woman and another girl is open and that middle seat i say to my buddies and in my head i say that is my seat And this is a four-hour flight, so there's no need to rush. So we get settled, we put our stuff underneath our seats, and then the overhead compartments, and there's this eerie silence before takeoff, like on most planes, where everyone's just hoping we don't die on takeoff. So when we get in the air, and the captain tells us we can take our seatbelts off, that's the time for introduction. I'm a person from the Midwest, and I have manners to talk to the people next to me. I introduce myself. I say, hi, my name is Todd. It's not nice to meet you. And she introduces herself, but I don't actually remember her name because she gave me two names, which I thought was weird, but filed it back for later. And she said that she was flying back home. She had a video shoot in the city we were coming from, and she was just with a famous rock star. And then I introduced myself to the other girl as well, and she seemed preoccupied with her PowerPoint presentation because she got out her laptop. Now it's vodka time. So this woman, she orders three screwdrivers at a time with multiple shots of vodka. And we're just making conversation while she's ordering all these drinks. 
and talked about how we're engineering competition and we're hoping to help the world with what we're doing. And then she asked if I've ever seen porn. And I say, of course I've seen porn. I'm a teenage boy. And then she comes back and says, well, I'm a porn actress. Maybe you've seen me in my films. So I am dumbfounded. And I, like any person should do in that situation, is, no, you don't really look that familiar to me, honestly. And she says, really? And she brings out the laptop. So her laptop comes out while downing the last of the three, first three screwdrivers. And she orders more at 10 bucks a pop and tipping the lady as well. She opens her laptop and she shows me her work. She shows me movies, shows me scenes. So we start watching some of these scenes and there are scenes that look like they've been put together by a Pornhub fan. And it's just a clip show of her highlight reel. And it doesn't have the sloppy intro that porn normally does. It's, it's mostly just the action sequences that she's showing me. And we're just watching her together uh, take a 10-inch black cock right in the ass. We're watching her fist herself. We're watching a banana be shoved down into her throat and then back out again, and then back in, and then back out, and then just all kinds of shots of her squirting, and there's the point at which she actually caused the camera to get soaked, and it looked like that was cut from the actual reel, but because it looked like it was fake, but the camera guy got fucking drenched in vagina juice, and I started asking her all these questions, like, how do you train for this? Like, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I, I do a lot of training at home. And she has to do it herself kind of thing. And she has friends come over and they help her with it. And I was like, but what about, what about like the throat stuff? Like, that's got to be harmful. She goes, yeah, I couldn't really talk much after that scene for a while. And this woman is making sacrifices so that teenagers and men and women even can get off to her and she's going a week or two without talking just because of the amount of stuff that she's doing for their liking and she had a very pro-sex attitude about it too it wasn't angry or resentment it was I like doing this and it's kind of fun and I enjoy it quite a bit she would go on to say, this guy was decent to me, but this one wasn't. And this one had, they had brand muffins at the place. And this one had wheat chips on set that were really good. She drinks three more screwdrivers by the time we're looking at this porn with her in it. And she talks about how she's worried about her kids who were accidents, by the way, because of the porn industry. And then she pulls up pictures of them on the laptop. And as soon as she does that, we hit turbulence bad turbulence and she grabs a hold of me and she confesses that she's not a good flyer i comfort her and i explain the physics behind it about how the plane wants to stay in the air because of the air traveling underneath it but the turbulence tired her out and she's also been drinking about eight screwdrivers in at this point but she's eight in and she's sleepy so now she falls asleep and she snuggles with my shoulder and me being 16 years old and just watching porn with her in it, I am totally fine with what she did. So we're about two hours into the flight and the porn actress has finally fallen asleep. And 
I decide to use my Midwestern manners and talk to the other lady that's next to me. And me and her start talking, and I introduce myself. She introduces herself, and she's been working on her laptop this whole time on a PowerPoint presentation. And then she asked me about who was sitting next to me. And I told her that she was a porn actress, and we started looking at her movies and stuff like that. And she asked me if she mentioned any products that she used during her set. And I said, I'm not entirely sure if she did. Why do you ask that? Turns out the woman to the left of me was a dildo saleswoman on her way to a convention because she was one of the top saleswomen in her area. Now, I have seen women use dildos in pornography constantly at this point, and I'm not at a pro-sex school or even a pro-sex education school. So I begin to ask her all kinds of questions about women and dildos and why they're such weird shapes. And she explains to me about stimulation and she shows me pictures of a full guide of female anatomy. And I'm just a private schoolboy, and I learned more here on the plane with the dildo saleswoman than I had at the school or with my parents. She was extremely supportive. Naive me was asking questions about clitoris and about stimulation, and she was very patient and telling me about it. She even practiced her PowerPoint presentation on me, and I gave her feedback on pictures and wording and stuff. I even inserted a few puns. For example, do the like the dildos come in camo because you don't see it coming? Like when she welcomes people in, she can say, get yourself a dildo and a cup of coffee so that if you don't like the cup of coffee, you can go fuck yourself. And also batteries are essential for this meeting. Otherwise, it's a buzzkill. And she's laughing and carrying on and me and her coming are going back and forth. And this wakes up the porn star. Now, I am not a rude gentleman, so I introduce the porn actress to the dildo saleswoman, and they begin talking, and I leave to use the restroom. We're about two, two, three hours in at this point, and so I'm going to the bathroom, and the other guys are like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I saw porn on that screen. Is there dildos on that screen too? And I'm like, it's okay. Everything will be fine. I'll tell you afterwards. So I come back and they're looking at the product line. This dildo saleswoman has her brochure out and she's showing the porn actress everything. The porn actress confesses that she needs to buy something, but she isn't sure what. So the saleswoman asks her about her sex life and how it's going. And the porn actress confesses that it's not awesome outside of her job. So the dildo saleswoman talks about what kind of stimulation are we looking for? And they begin this conversation of narrowing down what products were best to use for this woman. And it came down to rotation on the inside and clit vibration on the outside. And she gives me a lineup and the porn actress asks for my input and I suggested this one. And then a dildo comes out of the bag and the dildo saleswoman says, here, you can go test it. Now, the porn actress declines, and she says no because of germs and such, and then turbulence hits again. 
she holds on to me, dildo in hand, freaks out a little bit more because she's not entirely hammered at this point. And then she orders more drinks to get hammered. And then the plane's coming down for a landing now. The pilot and the captain warned us it's going to be a rough landing. And I just don't want this to end. The porn actress grips onto me hard and she holds my hand and she holds my shoulder as we ride the plane into the landing. And then as we land, the dildo saleswoman gives out her card to me and to the porn star. And then the porn star on the back of that card writes down her phone number and gives me her MySpace page. Now I'm really showing my age. We part ways and I go and tell all my classmates all about it when we get off the plane. So we're in the terminal at Las Vegas and I'm telling all of my classmates about it. And I'll tell you what, the chaperones were not happy. They took her number and her MySpace and the card away from me. And I never saw her again. So If you're listening, I want to thank you for the impromptu education you gave me. And I want you to know that you helped me in my life and with my sexuality. And I would love to hear where you're at now and what you're doing and if the porn industry worked out or if you won that award for that dildo saleswomanship. And that is the end of my story for today. And if you liked it, please hit the like and subscribe button so you can listen to more. The music today was provided by the Super Continents. My website is MidwestStoryTime.com. And until I see you next time, remember to keep looking up.